0: hello and welcome to this bottom line business special on amplitude 2019 the bottom line is casey lord's weekly business program and over the last couple of weeks we've been bringing you a podcast special exploring amplitude 2019 is a conference which took place in Kilkenny on November 6th this year 2019 this is the second year of the event which is led by the Technology Transfer Offices and Research Centres from Waterford Institute of Technology and the Institute of Technology, Carlow. The event is supported by Purdy Lucy and Kilkenny County Council. Amplitude is designed to offer an opportunity for companies, particularly multinationals and SMEs, the opportunity to understand the complex world of collaborating with research and accessing large funding pots. And that's what... The conference, which was held in Kilkenny, was all about. It focused on four key industry areas precision agriculture, future health, smart energy, and the whole area of manufacturing, engineering, and design. The conference boasted a truly impressive list of speakers, including experts from UPMC International and Smart Agri-Hubs Ireland. There were lots of organisations, Horizon 2020, the VHI, Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland, Science Foundation Ireland, and the National Development Research Centre, all there in the Lyrath State Conference Centre. If all that wasn't enough, they were also joined by Enterprise Ireland, the IDA, Knowledge Transfer Ireland and the Department of Health all were there sharing their experiences and insights. The conference was seeking to enable participants to understand how relatively easy it is to collaborate with an IT partner in the areas of research, innovation, support and the sourcing of funding streams. While there I had the opportunity to meet lots of interesting people and this uh, episode of the Bottom Line Amplitude special podcast we'll be speaking with lots of those people. We'll be speaking to Minister John Halligan who opened the uh, event uh, Dr Richard Hayes from WIT Brendan MacDonald from the IDA Fiona Deegan of Kilkenny Local Enterprise uh, office, and Michael Purdy of Purdy Lucy. Lots of people and lots of interesting subjects. The conference got underway with an address from Minister John Halligan, uh, who is the Minister with responsibility for, among other things, innovation and research and development, I spoke to him at the start of the conference, just after he'd come off the stage at Amplitude, and I asked him about the importance of innovation in the Irish economy. This conference really uh, hits a lot of the marks in your brief. You're Minister for Training, Skills and in Innovation, Research and in Inno- uh, Research and Development, really critical aspect of Ireland's economic uh, uh, ecosystem: innovation. Absolutely. I was making the point inside, and I make it everywhere I go, that innovation will be
1: the driver of economies. It will be the sustainability of your eco- economy and how your economy grows over the next 10, 15, 20 years. The reason for that is that the research and how companies are up innovate, uh, innovating upwards um, all of the time I made a point inside that we're facing into what I would call the fourth industrial uh, revolution and that means that the technological advances that will be made over the next 10, 15, 20 years will be unimaginable, we have to be part of that, Ireland is doing exceptionally well, we're number two in the world for scientific research and we're number 10 on the innovation scoreboard in Europe which is good, but we're in competition all of the time with our, with our friends in Europe but then as I said earlier on Uh, with the big economies like Japan, South Korea, India,
0: Israel, America. And that's what we have to compete with in future years. And you were suggesting that there's a bit of work to be done in terms of getting public buy-in to the value of uh, innovation, that people don't really yet appreciate the full value and the economic uh, rewards of it. Is that a fair representation of what you were saying? It is in what you say, absolutely. And
1: like I was making a point that, The sooner we um, appoint a minister for science, the better it will be for us. Most countries across Europe do that. And innovation and research uh, is under the kind of science module or within that module, if you like. And if you look at, um, I make the point that when we come to budgets, for instance, we talk about how much do we invest in housing, which we need to do, how much do we invest in education, which we need to do, how much do we invest in health, which we need to do. But you rarely hear a public debate on how we should be investing in research and development, in spite of the fact that many of the top companies that come to Ireland, particularly the FDI companies, the pharmaceutical companies, the financial service companies that come, come because of their close association and a close collaboration with our universities and institutes of technology because of the research that they do there. And that's
0: very important for us. It's a driver for our future economy. But is too much innovation and time spent talking about innovation just devoted to business? Do we need more innovative and disruptive thinking in relation to how we run the country? Absolutely. And I mean, that's a very good question.
1: And like when we talk about innovation, we can talk about how does that impact on, for instance, how we build our houses, uh, how we manage our health system. It isn't just about, people get the idea, is this about science, is this about research? But research and innovation crosses right across the spectrum in society, how we have a better quality of life. And a lot of the innovative measures that have been carried out in, uh, for instance, in, 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 in medicine has benefited you as an individual, me as an individual and society as a whole. So you're right on that. I think that it's, again, back to the public perception where we need to be able to say to the public, look, this is what innovation can do for you as an individual. This is what it can do for your county, your city, and this is what it can do for your country and your economy. Because at the end of the
0: day, it's having a buying economy gives people a quality of life. And uh, you also hinted at the South East as, as an entity needs to get better at working together. Yes, I think that collaboration is everything. Now, we do have good... Pharmaceutical
1: companies, a hub developing in the south, uh, the southeast. You know, we have companies like Bosch and Lom, Tiva Pharmaceutical, West Pharma all coming together. For instance, West Pharma, their research center in Waterford, uh, they have seven around the world. This is the most innovative, and this is the, the, they've invested more in this in, in, in that center than they have anywhere else around the world. So, I think that's important for Waterford. And I don't mean Waterford, I mean the southeast in general, Carlo, Kilkenny, Wexford. That the more we collaborate together, the more we can get to the Southeast to grow, the more we can entice FDI companies, the more we can deal with uh, small to medium enterprises, which again um, entices people to invest here, which builds our economy, which creates employment, which, uh, if you like, uh, develops our quality of life.
0: And finally, um, a conference like today is important because it brings people together from a range of agencies and all over the South East.
1: It does, and also what it does is we're talking about collaboration and that's what it's all about. when You have Enterprise Ireland, the IDA, Institute of Technology here, all the different research organisations like SEAM, SSGG and so on coming together to collaborate, to talk, to see how they can further develop collaboration or cooperation between themselves because this is done all over the world. Hubs are put together in, in cities uh, of, of research companies Companies, the reason how they, and how they do that, primarily how they do that, is by true collaboration and cooperation, and that's what we need to do in Ireland.
2: Richard Hayes, the vice president for strategy from Waterford
0: Institute of Technology. Uh, Richard, you spoke at the outset of the conference about the, 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 the desirability of opening the gates uh, beyond traditional academic. Uh, uh, confines, some, a very important theme, and something that we've been coming across with all, at all levels of of this conference. Absolutely, uh, and I
2: suppose you can think about it in two in two senses. Uh, from the point of view of amplitude, the, the whole idea is to enable a conversation between the academy, the, the universities, the, the institutes, and industry. And um, you know that has not always been a conversation that has taken place at all. And uh, even t- traditional universities. Uh, are only coming very late to that kind of uh, idea that that uh, knowledge, whatever's created within the university, should have any application outside the university. And then the second part of that is, really, is just to position that within a larger context which is the need to open out university education to everybody and, uh, you know, for the point of view of, of, of enabling social justice you know.
0: And I've been very struck by the, the eagerness of people, whether it's in the, the technology transfer companies or organised Organisations within the ITs but really a, a strong desire for people just to get in touch with problems with issues with ideas yeah absolutely
2: and uh, uh, yeah I mean it's, it's um, there's a hunger out there amongst industry I think because of the rapidly very rapidly changing industrial landscape I mean it used to be years ago that uh, you would you would uh, in- invent a widget and make it and make it make it for 50 years and uh, that would be the end of that you know whereas now I think we find certainly talking to the technology uh, industry partners that things are changing so rapidly not just the technology itself but also the modes of uh, engaging with business that uh, companies need to be innovative and need to have innovation at their core if they are to survive you know you look at you look at um, uh, it's hard to believe that something like Google is only around less than a decade and that has completely and utterly transformed the whole business environment so if a company is not is not sort of involved in innovation and engaged with innovators and looking forward and into the future then it's going to be left behind
0: and also the whole idea of education traditionally very much regarded as you leave secondary school go get a degree but now the whole idea of lifelong learning, involvement with businesses, working in partnership with businesses. That's a hugely important part of third level. This, and this goes back to this idea of the, the
2: open uh, the open university if you like, or the open college. Uh, yeah, I mean the, the idea of the traditional full-time learner actually is, is rapidly diminishing as the, the core business of, a, of an institute of technology or a university. In the sense that uh, many of our full-time students are probably working anyway uh, um many of our programs of study have work placement in them anyway. So you got that you've got it even for the full time CAO group of students, you have that link already into into the work environment. But as you said, increasingly too, you've got people coming to us saying, Well, we'd do the course if it were available at night or we would do the course if it was available remotely. And I think a lot of the big moves in higher education now are to look at how do we deliver Courses to people where they're at, literally physically in in the industry, in the in in a remote village, in up in the Cumber Mountains or wherever it might be, you know, and that's that's one of the big innovations going on in, in teaching at the moment.
0: So huge opportunities if people have the will to engage.
2: Well, oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I think I think uh, it's a twofold thing, isn't it? I suppose what we're trying to do and prom- promote through this conference and in other other events that we run is the idea that, you know. Universities Institutes of Technology Carlo Institute of Technology WIT Waterford Institute of Technology are open to people come and engage with us uh, either either as an industry partner or if you want to do continuing professional development come come and engage with us and I think if we can be open about that and I think if we can then break down the barriers within the population to going to third level um, by making it more accessible by making it more available then I think everybody wins in the end
0: That was Dr Richard Hayes there the Vice President for Strategy at Watford Institute of Technology. One of the things I was really impressed about at the conference was the huge ecosystem of organisations and institutions all there to help local, small, medium and even larger businesses. The entry point for many is the local enterprise office. And so I spoke to the director of local enterprise office in Kilkenny, Fiona Deegan, at the conference Fiona you're involved as a sponsor on the of the amplitude conference today can you tell me where it fits into the work of the local enterprise office
3: uh, delighted to be a sponsor of the conference here today sponsored by the Kilkenny County Council and I suppose as part of the local enterprise office we'd be hoping that people would be looking at research and innovation within their business um, and we would be signposting companies in the general direction of where they can access funding uh, we all we also have a new fund within the local enterprise office for micro enterprises called the Agile Innovation Fund and we'd be encouraging people to come in and have a chat with our business advisors to sit down and discuss research opportunities and to look for funding for those.
0: So the whole development of of business and the economy is a key part of the work of Kilkenny uh, County Council and innovation is a huge part of that some very uh, positive news with creation of a lot of jobs it's a good time for business development in Kilkenny
3: Yeah we've had a great year in 2019 in terms of Invest Kilkenny and that is attracting businesses to set up and locate here in Kilkenny with the announcement of jobs in AB Agri and uh, Security Risk Advisors so it's been a good year in the last 12 months there's been over a thousand jobs announced that we know of through the IDN Enterprise Ireland so uh, things are on the way up in Kilkenny we, we've a lot of companies recruiting and to that end we're looking to do a careers fair over the Christmas period where we will be showcasing a number of those jobs to people that are looking to maybe come back and relocate to Kilkenny.
0: Um, and a huge ecosystem of supports for people in business. And what I've been very impressed with here today is, is the kind of the, the communication between all the different agencies. So you may go to the local enterprise office, and you can refer on to a technology gateway, or vice versa.
3: Yeah, we work very closely together with all the agencies, with the ITs as well, in particular. And I suppose myself, I would sit on various forums where we would sit at the same table as those people, such as the Southeast Regional Skills Forum, uh, Southeast Action Plan for Jobs, those type of of forums where everybody sits down together, there's a huge amount of collaboration uh, over the last number of years where there hadn't been in the past
0: and people are very anxious to uh, help business Uh, and sometimes the perception among business that there's barriers but I think the key message I'm getting from today is there are no barriers and come and talk to people like yourself.
3: Absolutely no barriers, everybody that's working in the agencies are very open and receptive to meeting, that's what we do every day. we meet businesses, we help them, we signpost them in the right direction, we try to make things just that little bit easier for them.
4: I'm Michael Lucy from Purdy Lucy Intellectual Property.
0: Michael, uh, you're centrally involved in this conference here today as one of the main sponsors. Can you tell us a bit about your company, Purdy Lucy? Uh,
4: Our company specializes in protecting ideas for companies and individuals, uh, primarily around the patents, trademarks and designs. I suppose in in today's world, intellectual property is a really valuable uh, asset and resource for for companies going forward. Um, And this conference is a really good fit
0: because the theme is Disruptive Innovation, which is all about new ideas and protecting your new idea presumably is critical how does one go about protecting an idea at the different stages
4: i suppose the first thing is not not to talk to 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 anyone in in publicly and keep keep your idea secret Um, we would recommend you talk to your local enterprise office or your enterprise ireland uh, office if there's one local uh, another great resource is the um, knowledge tra- transfer offices in the, or technology transfer offices in Waterford Institute of Technology and in Carlo Institute of Technology. So we've been lucky enough to, to, to have uh, close relationships with, with WIT in the, in the last 10 years and that's a fabulous resource to, to help companies uh, and and individuals to to get their idea uh, or their company off the ground. Uh, Is it a very expensive process? Uh, It can be, but Initially, the, the costs ca- ca- for the first 12 months uh, are fairly minimal. Uh, I suppose what, when you start looking at global worldwide patents or global trademarks, uh, things can get expensive, but you would only be spending that money if you, if you were developing a global market. Uh, and what
0: stage is it best to really engage with a company like yourself from the very early stage, or should you wait till the product is developed somewhat?
4: I think the earlier, the better. Uh, if, you, if you come too early, that, that, that's best. We, we can say, look, you're probably too early come back to us in six months time or 12 months time when your business plan is more developed, uh, I suppose the worst thing you can do is wait till you uh, publicly disclose your idea and, and, and lose all your protection. So so the earlier the better that you go and talk to, to, to us or to someone in, in your local enterprise office or your uh, Institute of Technology.
0: Michael Lucy of Purdy Lucy there, one of the sponsors of the Amplitude Conference. And speaking of the importance of protecting all those good ideas at a very early stage before they're commercialised, a very important part of innovation. Now, uh, Ireland Inc., one of our major uh, selling points when seeking to attract outward investment, is the innovation uh, skills and the education of our Irish workforce. Of course, at the forefront of attracting industry into Ireland is the idea I spoke to Brendan MacDonald. Brendan, you spoke uh, to the conference earlier and covered a wide range of uh, issues. We're very much in an era of disruption, so this... uh this conference on disruptive technology is a timely uh, timely one and something that companies need to continuously think about.
5: That's right um, you know digital transformation is affecting every single sector uh, right across the spectrum from pharma, med tech, engineering right across um, You know, even financial services are being disrupted so if you take um, the year of disruption that we're in we've got industry 4.0, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, blockchain connected vehicles, you've got everything from connected health to biologics and, you know, now sustainability coming into all that across all streams as well. So we're very much in an era of disruption, but, you know, from the perspective of where we are and the base that we have here in Ireland and in the southeast, uh, the companies that are here were very much um, set to attack that with vigour and, I suppose, look to the future um, in a positive manner. So our companies, I suppose, are are looking to see how they can transform their own existing businesses and look to the future so they can future proof them
0: um, Dr. Richard Hayes from WIT was speaking about the need for uh, the gates of academia to be open to bring in business very much a, a necessity for businesses, not just the kind of high end technology the googles, the apples and so on to innovate but you were telling me before we started recording that you know a lot of this stuff been applied in areas that you wouldn 't expect.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I suppose if you look at everything from, um, you take pacemakers and Boston Scientific who are down in Clonmel, they have had to set up a cybersecurity unit within the medical device facility because they have a threat of, uh, you know, the threat that could be there from um, hacking of the pacemakers. So obviously you wouldn't want your medical device, which is inserted in the body, to be hacked. Um, and there, there is that threat there. So that's something that even a couple of years ago, we wouldn't have even thought about. Um, it's, and that's right across every single spectrum where um, companies have to look and reimagine the process that they have and uh, the products that they have because every single product is now touched by technology no matter what it is so companies have to be very much alive to that and they have to be very adaptable and I think that's one of the, the great things about um, Irish business and uh, you know over the last 70 years of IDA we've seen it um, from a transformational change perspective so we have seen that work companies have adapted and grown and transformed the way they do business from you know from manufacturing going right to cloud-based activities or um, you know adding sensors onto onto a piece of equipment that maybe wouldn't have had heretofore because they're looking at preventive maintenance they're looking at data analytics they're looking at all that kind of good stuff so definitely change is here and people are embracing it but we're encouraging companies to look at change and constantly keep looking and keep engaging with the research centre. um, to to embark on that journey if they're not already on it. And that's why this conference here at Amplitude here in Laura today is so fantastically important for companies because they get to see firsthand what sort of cutting-edge research and development uh, other companies are doing and also what the capabilities of the various research centres around the region have. And that's very important from our point of view because we have the supports in place from an R&D perspective, so research development and innovation perspective, that we can assist those companies on their journey of transformational change and that's how they future-proof their business and future-proof jobs in the region and in Ireland. Um, so a lot of the
0: uh, focus of IDA is outward looking and bringing companies into Ireland. 2019, in fairness, has been a pretty positive year in the southeast. and at the job announcements I've been at, the presence of third levels, the Institute of Technologies in Carlow and Kakenny, a very important factor so they can only, as they grow and develop, it can only be good for bringing in outward investment.
5: Absolutely, and we've been very lucky to be able to attract a number of companies into the region, in particular in Kilkenny has seen two companies, AB Agri and uh, Security Risk Advisors um, who've come in in the last uh, number of months, and then we've obviously had announcements in MSD and Carlo as well, so right across the Carlo kilkenny area and across the southeast, we've had a very positive year, and uh, we're very proud of the fact that we've been able to attract in new name companies as well as getting existing companies to uh, reinvest into the region, and I suppose that all points to the positivity in the southeast and the fact that we can attract talent in the first instance to uh, these industries and in the second that people have a great work-life balance when they come here and when they work here so if we're trying to attract people back from uh, be it overseas or be it from other regions or indeed from Dublin we can be assured that you know they're going to be able to the companies are going to be able to find the talent that they need to do the function that they say they're going to invest in here in Ireland with regards to um, be their Europe European operation or they're supporting uh, supporting the Americas or the Far East. And from that point of view, engagement with um, with the third levels and as you alluded to, our stakeholders such as WT and IT Carlo are so important for us in the ecosystem because we need to showcase that all arms of government and, and indeed education are working together for the betterment of companies and so as you know they can come together to ensure that they have a pipeline of talent in the first instance, and then when they're here and they're looking to maybe bring in the next product or develop the next product or service that the company has access and swift access and ease of access to those educational institutions and I think that sets us apart when we 're on on the global stage and when we get companies in here, they very much see that and it 's very easy to get linked in with um, with professors with heads of departments in the various uh, third level institutions so that 's very important from our point of view when we 're selling the southeast region um, as a location for investment in boardrooms around the world. And um,
0: we talk, The theme here today is disruptive innovation, um, very much in the sense of proactively looking at disruption. But there are, of course, a lot of disruptive uh, influences from the outside. Brexit is one, you know, uh, US uh, trade, China, the global scene. How confident is IDA Ireland of Ireland's resilience in the face of kind of global uncertainty?
5: Well, look, I suppose you can only control what you can control um, from your own perspective. So things happen in the world in in, in any decade and we just have a number of significant things that are going on from a geopolitical change perspective at the moment and, you know, various different shocks that have hit the the global economy over the last, uh, you know, even the last couple of decades. Companies are resilient. Irish companies and management teams are very resilient. And at the end of the day, companies have to innovate and keep going because if they don't, Their competitors will, so we encourage them constantly to keep innovating and keep looking at the next line of business that they can pitch to HQ, or indeed innovate here and build and grow um, products or services here locally in Ireland. So there's lots of things going on uh, around the world, but look, companies are very resilient. We're very resilient. Uh, We like to think we are anyway. As a government agency, in conjunction with our sister agencies, Enterprise Ireland, and you know the local enterprise offices, who are you know out in the field. single day of the week trying to get that new lines of business trying to ensure that existing companies are here for the long term and you know that's the we pride ourselves on being a partner with companies as opposed to just being a state agency we're their partner for the long term and I think that's been a very successful relationship with companies here locally in Kilkenny in the southeast and the companies that we're able to bring in um, over the last year so look we're looking forward to continuing to work with those companies over the next number of years and to continue showcase showcasing the Southeast um, as a location for top class investment, and we'll continue to do that. My name is John Breen,
6: I'm the manager of Kinetic Labs, and we're based down in Waterford. And
0: can you tell me, John, what, what it is actually you do, and how this conference is relevant to your activities?
6: So, Kinetic Labs is a new laboratory incubator system uh, for startup companies. Uh, based in the southeast, where they can go and access high-quality laboratories, facilities, offices, meeting rooms, and all the financial supports that small businesses need. So it's a, it's a one of a kind uh, in the southeast. There's these centres are in Dublin, Bel, uh, uh, Dublin, Cork, Galway, but there's nothing like this in the southeast. So uh, our aim is to to help companies in the southeast by allowing them access these laboratory spaces.
0: So particularly relevant for people who might have uh, ideas in the whole pharmaceutical, um, biotechnology area uh, who may have the fantastic idea but not the infrastructure, I suppose, behind them at the early stages.
6: Exactly. They're, and they very much are the companies that we're looking to, to interest. So anybody that has an idea in biotechnology, biopharma, pharma, life sciences, medical de- devices you know you have the perf- perfect space to come and explore your ideas meet with other innovators uh, we've got shared spaces that can keep the costs down or you can have large labs that you can use yourself so there's there's everything that you need there in a entrepreneurial environment
0: and what's the process about accessing uh your facility you know if someone has an idea and they say this sounds fantastic how do they go about it and how is it resourced and is there assistance on the grant aid side of things
6: yeah so if anybody that's interested they they contact me, uh, John Breen. We have a website up and running now, so www.kineticlabs.ie. Uh, have a chat with me. Uh, and I'll tell you what facilities we have and we're well connected in with uh, we're a stone's throw from WIT uh, Enterprise I- uh, Ireland IDA offices Southeastern BIC is just around the corner uh, and we have all these links to the various funding bodies and uh, 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 research resources that the companies might need so please just come and uh, have a chat with me first and I-, I can I can let you know what we have
0: Dr. John Breen of Kinetic Labs, they're one of the amazing business resources available to people in the Southeast who may have a new business idea or who may have a business uh, already started but who are looking to expand uh, dramatically just one of the businesses who we met at Amplitude during the week in Kilkenny. We'll be back next week with another edition of the podcast where we'll be speaking to even more of the people who were at that great event. If you'd like to tune in, you can get that podcast on any of the podcast platforms. If you'd like a lineup of speakers and to see who was represented at Amplitude 2019, do check out the website amplitude.ie that's about all for me for this episode of the bottom line business program amplitude podcast special there's a mouthful until we speak again i've been john purcell thank you for listening thank you to deirdre drummy who produced the podcast and also to john kane on sound do remember to tune in to the bottom line business program each saturday morning at nine on kclr if you can't do that you can of course listen back on any podcast channel just search for the bottom line kclr until we speak again thanks for listening